Back to Bethel. Genesis 35, 1. God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. Then Jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him, Put away the strange gods that are among you, and be clean, and change your garments. Let us arise and go up to Bethel. Twenty years had passed since Jacob had met God at Bethel. God spoke to this man in a dream. A ladder from earth to heaven, angels ascending and descending. The Lord stood at the top and then spoke to Jacob. In chapter 35, God reminds Jacob of his vow at Bethel, about 20 years earlier. Have you ever made a vow to the Lord? A lot of folks do it, even professing Christians around New Year's. Did you make a vow last January? Have you kept it? Have you fulfilled it? He said in his vow, If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house, and of all that you give me, I will surely give a tithe to you. Revelation says, He that hath an ear, let him hear. In 2.7 and 2.11, 2.17, 2.29, chapter 3, verse 6, 13 and 20, 22, and chapter 13 and 9. Ten times he that hath an ear, let him hear. My friend, are you really hearing the voice of the shepherd? Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life. There is many goes in the Bible. God told Jacob to go. That's what, that's what he told him. Arise and go up to Bethel, house of God. Now, the house of God is not a building any longer. The house of God is the body of Christ. What know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you're not your own. You've been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Jacob has been back seven or eight years. He has built an altar, but the house is forgotten. Many kneel at the altar, but neglect the house. Many will not kneel or bow down, that is, humble themselves. The fourth direct communication with Jacob was to call him back to Bethel. God is referred to about 20 times in contrast to no references at all in chapter 34. Evidence of his faith in God is his immediate response. The fifth divine communication, only the name Israel is pronounced. It seems Jacob had not truly entered into the experience of the blessing won at Jabbok until now. Not only was Jacob's 
new name given, but God gave him his, El Shaddai. Jacob, tricky one, supplanter, is now Israel, prince of God. Jacob had made a vow. God, almighty God, the only God, the true and living God, was sending him back to perform it. Knowing God was directing him in a new direction, preparation had to be made. Realization of failures, repentance of idols, cleansing, revival. God will always remind his children of neglected duties, rebellion, sin, idolatry, living for pleasure, living for recreation, living for self, living for what you can do, not living for others, putting yourself before others. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Listen, rebellion is disobedience. Rebellion is not doing what God says. Sin of omission, sin of commission. Evidence of Jacob's faith in God, response was immediate. His destruction of idols, quick. He moved to Bethel, immediate erection of an altar to God. This demonstrates Jacob's desire for an exclusive devotion to his sovereign God. Sorrows following this great experience. Deborah died, Rebecca's nurse. Rachel died, Jacob's wife. The sin of Reuben seduced Bilhah, Jacob's concubine. Death of Isaac, Jacob's father. My friend, do you need to go back to Bethel? I'm not talking about the building. I'm talking about back into the presence of God, walking in the Spirit, not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. All of these trials in Jacob's life played their part in making of the man. Jacob was the man of 35 because in 32 he saw a place of prayer and the wrestler came. He revealed during the struggle with that wrestler, with that MMA, with Jesus Christ himself, wrestling with God, one of his most prominent traits, persistence in resisting. Persistence and resistance is good as long as you eventually submit to God. Many folks, if not careful, will find themselves resisting God, wrestling with God over a situation. Can I tell you, you don't need to wrestle with God over should you study the Bible? You don't have to wrestle with God over should you spend more time in prayer. You do not, we do not need to wrestle with God over should we go and tell lost people about Jesus. After the confession, blessing. His name and character changed. Have you been changed? In 34, Jacob was godless. In 35, godful. Trouble overtook him in 34. God overtook him in 35. We must persist to resist as we cling to our great God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. A spiritual cleansing as needed is essential to prepare for a daily meeting with God. Back to Bethel. Sometimes you must go back in order to go forward. In Isaiah 38.1, Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Set your house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. What if you were told by God that you would die shortly? 
15 years was given to Hezekiah by God. He prayed, walked before God in truth, had a loyal heart, had done what was good in God's sight. And now God says, rise, go to Bethel, dwell there, make an altar, commitment to worship, and a desire to experience the presence, the power, and the peace of God. Put away anything that's wrong. Repent of sin, idols, anything contrary to God's word. Purify yourselves. James said, purify yourselves, you double-minded. Are you double-minded about something? Then repent. Change your garments. Make an altar where you are. Live for God who has been with you in the way. Verse 4, so they... Verse 10, once you've met God, your life will be radically different. God said in verse 11, I am God Almighty, El Shaddai, be fruitful and multiply. Verse 14, he poured out a drink offering and oil to God. The first occurrence of drink offering, which later became part of the law in Leviticus 23. Here it is. Conversion you got to be born again. Consecration, you got to be sold out. You got to be committed. Commitment, you've got to commit. You've got to walk in this way. You've got to live for Jesus, a life that is true. Striving to please Him in all that we do. Let's arise and go back to Bethel. <laughs>